Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today we're back discussing Secret Invasion. Now, I'm not going to go too deeply into the actual show this time. The reason being, there's a lot of controversies around the first episode of Secret Invasion and I want to discuss those instead. So let's get into it. Number one, that intro. Um... Secret Invasion used an AI intro. It's been confirmed. Um, you could kind of tell anywhere, to be honest. It was that kind of um, look about it. It had a very AI look about it. Now, there's a lot of different discourse around this. There's two main camps. One camp that AI is obviously um, incredibly bad for creative and creative people and creative mediums and the, the creativity as a whole and, and you know, puts artists out of work, etc., etc. Now, firstly... I agree. I think, you know, you've got a situation where if you um, if you keep using this AI art, eventually it's going to get to a point where potentially it could be sort of indistinguishable, not in actuality because AI can't be creative. It only takes from what it has got, but um, it, it could become indistinguishable. And at that point, is it is it diminishing art as a means of expression? Also, the other important part of this is that a lot of these AI um, tools aren't just using, huh, how do I put this? They aren't just using like some random stock photos to make art or anything. They're pulling art that other people have um, made, right? So essentially you're using other people's copyrighted art and their, their rightful art to create your own art as a result. Now, if this was corporations using their own art, then sort of get it. But we don't know that, of course. We we don't know where this AI is pulling from. We don't know the AI they used. So there's a lot of different parts of this that is inherently wrong on the surface. Now, AI law is something that's very much being discussed as parts of the AI, like ChatGPT, um, parts of the AI um, discourse that are going on right now with the Writers Guild um, striking in America. Um, so this is a very poignant, very big topic. I think this was a bad move from a PR standpoint on Marvel's behalf. Now, as regards the other camp, there is another camp. This camp suggests that this is being been distastefully done on purpose. And the reason for that is the, the, the show, Secret Invasion, is about scrolls, right? And scrolls are invading, scrolls are invading the Marvel Universe. They are copies, for want of a better word, of our, our favorite characters. They are diminished versions of our main characters, our characters that we've grown to love and care for. And thus, with that, um, the implication is that the AI is meant to replicate the takeover of human society by something that is inhuman, non-human. Um, now, I kind of get it. I kind of see the, the, the angle. I feel like if they were going to do that, though, it should have been like, it should have been like, I don't know. I feel like it should have been more clearly pointed out in the um, intro. I don't know, something like like certain phrases popping up on screen as this is going past or or the morphing from the like real art into this fake art and have it kind of be like almost drawn in the ai style like you could have done it in a different way and made it feel that way you know what i mean you could have made it feel like it was that without being that um or again kind of disclaiming it so i think it was an interesting idea poorly executed by marvel i think 
um in general i wouldn't want to see it again but it's been done and i think it'd be more egregious if the show was bad as well but i don't believe episode one was bad it was slow i know i said i wasn't going to talk about the episode but i think this is important to kind of kind of go on this point the show is very creative and is very interesting already um and so i think that despite the fact that they've used a very very bad representation of their intro if that's the nitpick of the episode that's good if that makes sense like from a from a writing standpoint from a filmography stamp um film uh, cinematography should i say standpoint from like a film standpoint so yes it's bad i agree i don't think it should have been done boo marvel for that but at the same time i think luckily the show has its very many saving graces after the intro that that really do um save it from being something that can just be like kind of just don't bother watching type thing so that does lead us to our second point though the other controversy so far with secret invasion now this is a spoiler for the end of episode one so if you haven't watched episode one do not listen to this part of the video slash podcast slash wherever you're listening to this too because i always forget to say that like a moron um so the end of the episode we see maria hill be fridged now for those who aren't aware what fridging means um it is when a female character typically in comics but it's becoming sort of a bigger um thing um is fridged um i've used the word to explain is killed sorry um is killed to advance the plot of a male character now this is a key exa- this is a keen example of this basically maria maria hill dies this episode to spur fury on into fighting this war against the scrolls against gravik now i have to be honest i don't think this is the most egregious version of fridging i think there's very much better examples of like really bad fridging i think in this instance how do i say this nicely maria hill is an interesting character i've always found Kobe smulders to play her well i've always found it cool whenever she showed up i think she's a very good connective piece similar to like your um claire and the netflix shows similar to your like fury early on you know val sort of now like those types of connective pieces the ones that will never get their own project so it's better that they show up in everything else um so I was happy to see Maria again, I think, but I've got to be honest, and let's let's be quite honest about this. She is not as not as three-dimensional as the other characters. She hasn't really got much going on. We don't really know much about her. Yes, she's cool, don't get me wrong, and there's moments that we really like there's really, really cool moments with her. But um it, like she she's there. Like it, it, I say that I say that knowing that still that does not make the fridging right per se as regards the fact that this is a trope that is far too often relied upon when there's definitely other ways of doing this um that i think would have even gave a little bit more shock factor um for example using tail loss instead i think that would have been very interesting i think that would have also set up a lot of interesting stakes for gaia in the episode Talos's daughter because she would have eventually essentially led to his death. Um, so that would have been a lot more of an interesting thing to um 
kind of discover, discuss. I think the thing is as well, Talos has had his outing really. And don't get me wrong, I think it's great that he's in this. And I'm re- I really like Ben Mendelsohn. But he, Talos had a lot of development in that first film and he got a little bit extra. He sort of, Talos was Nick Fury for the entirety of Spider-Man um, Far From Home. Uh, even though Samuel L. Jackson was playing Nick in that, obviously it was Talos. So we have had a lot of time with Talos. We've had a lot of um, interaction with Talos. I'm not kind of, I wouldn't have been sad if it was him. Uh, and then kind of Fury and um, Maria, like this buddy cop throughout the show. Um, but I, I can't say I'm super mad about the Maria thing. I think it was a good call to be sort of bold in this first episode because Marvel has been implied to not really be taking as many risks slash like upping the stakes. And I think they really need to do this. They need to say, hey, this is a legacy character. We're not scared to kill those off if it needs needs to be done for the story. Now, the other thing as well is that Maria might not actually be dead. Um, that's happened before. Um, or if she is dead, she could come back. That's um, that's not, not out of the realms of possibility. So I'm not going to rule her out just yet, but um, I do think that the marketing for this was a bit unfair as well because everyone was kind of hyped up that Maria would be back for a big part of this journey. And then she wasn't. Like I said, as yet, unless there's flashbacks or some other kind of Maria-esque content. Like maybe maybe there is a scroll that takes on Maria's um, appearance for the sake of whatever, I don't know, for the sake of getting into the government. Um, you know, she's working for um, Rhodey. So maybe that's maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's the intent that, that there is going to be Kobe Smol- more Kobe Smulders as Maria, but it's going to be a scroll impersonating Maria. Um, so yeah, I, I can't really get behind this one. I can't really say oh, I hate it because I don't. I don't hate it. I do think from a fridging standpoint, it wasn't the best call. I think there were better calls, but I don't think this is, this isn't your Gwen Stacy dying for Peter Parker, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 think, I think this one was basically okay. Um, not the best move, but not the worst. Um, and the final controversy, which seems to be a controversy that comes up a lot with, with actually a lot of like Star Wars, Marvel stuff, is that, um, the director, I forget his name off the top of my head, but uh, came out and said, and also, can we just say, can directors and writers for these projects stop talking? Like, it, they just, they either really, like, make you hate what they're making, or they make you wish that there was another version of what they're making. Because it seems they all they talk about is like, oh, this would have been different, and we were going to do this, but we didn't. It's like, stop. Let's just talk about the movie that's actually there, the show that's actually there. Like, yes, have a little bit of, like, wait fucking three years and then talk about this. Like, don't talk about all these things that you were going to do from the off because it just makes people pissed at what we did get. Like, talking about it in, like, ten years' time or whatever, that's fine. I get it. But, like, fucking hell, people. Like, I'm, I really don't swear on it usually, but it really does annoy me. These directors and writers, just please, just stick to directing and writing. Please, stop talking about your movies. You're making it sound worse. You're making it sound worse. Um, so with that in mind, um, the director of uh, the, the showrunner, I, I, I think it was showrunner actually, um, for Secret Invasion came out and said, basically he didn't read any of the comics. Now, Secret Invasion is not the best comic. Like, not, 
nearly. It's not really a great run. Uh, it's not the best that Marvel has to offer. But I think these things shouldn't be said because I think people are inherently going to go on. This happened with um, the Grand Inquisitor, uh, the actor who played the Grand Inquisitor in um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He said that he didn't watch Star Wars Rebels. And I've got to be honest, um, I've got to be honest, I don't think that impacted his Rupert Friend, is it? Rupert Friend? I don't think it impacted his performance. I also don't think that, that this, in this instance, the show will suffer from him having not read the comics because I don't think the show is really trying to imitate anything other than the scrolls are invading and taking over, you know, people and changing into people who, you know, are higher up, higher up in the system, so to speak. So I, I don't think it's necessarily... For this one, basically what I'm trying to say is Please stop talking about it, but in this instance, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's always a bad thing that you haven't watched everything because there's people on set for that. There's people who can, um, you know, there's people who can do that. The one thing I will say is that sometimes it actually, I think it is detrimental. For example, there's a lot of people who are saying, um, well, sorry, not a lot of people, but Elizabeth Olsen said that a lot of the time on Multiverse of Madness, she had to basically go and say to people, you know, we're doing this in one division, right? So she had to basically, she had to work with what she knew to change things to make them fit because they essentially redid the same storyline again. Now, personally, I don't think it came out too bad in the end, but the left hand needs to know what the right hand is doing. Um, and I think Marvel is losing itself on that a little bit, um, especially when they then say to other projects, oh, you can't do this because X, Y, and Z. Why didn't you say that to these projects? It's like the shows. It, 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 it's essentially what happened before with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the MCU but on a higher level, right? So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would infer on the movies. The movies would never infer on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., apart from, like, a few, basic, like, small examples. Um, uh, well, actually, no, they wouldn't. Nothing. Nothing, really. I mean, apart from when Coulson came back in Captain Marvel, but that was more to do with him being in Avengers, rather. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is that never happened now. It feels like you've got these shows that are touted as even higher in the kind of the canonicity of marvel but like the inferences only go one way the one the, there's a few exceptions that are coming out now like for example quantum mania has a post-credit scene that has loki in it um and it's regards to the loki show but I, I i feel like they need to get their shit together as regards their canonicity continuity etc again because it feels like it's starting to get slightly out of hand and uh, I'd like for them to go back to being you know slightly coherent in what they're doing even if they are doing a multiverse story um so with all of that said i am very much looking forward to what else um secret invasion has to offer it was a very strong first episode very strong actors in this show you've got to remember this, this is a star-studded cast we have samuel l jackson we have um olivia coleman we have amelia clark ben mendelson um ben King kingsley adia is that is that right i think that's right yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah i think it is sorry if i got it wrong um uh so like it's a big it's a big cast it's a big cast um and so i'm very excited to see what comes next i think this could be the it could depending on how good it is literally rank in the top one or two marvel shows if it if it handles the the plot well because it could get convoluted it could get very complex very quickly and it also could get messy so if you do if you do it well secret invasion 
you might be you might be getting up there you might be one of the best but um we'll see we'll see what happens with that uh thank you guys for listening slash watching as always and i will see you next time i couldn't tell you what we're going to discuss because suddenly it seems like all the projects are starting to run down for a little bit um but i'm sure something will come out if not we'll be discussing the secret invasion episode two next week thank you guys for being here as always i'll see you later